bang. Shed some light. Episode 43, Michael and Jack are back on a Tuesday this week rather than a Monday. Sorry about the delayed, you know, upload, but we got we got lives that we're living here. So pushed it back a day. As you've seen on our social media, though, we're still coming at you with three episodes this week. Today's, you got a weird Wednesday coming out tomorrow, and you got a normal episode coming out on Friday. And let me tell you what, we are excited to be here. Jack, how you doing on this Tuesday? I am doing fan-freaking-tastic, Let's baby. go. Let's go. That's what we like to hear. I uh, There was a lot of people that had yesterday off from work. I was me. grinding away, and, um, you know. I don't know how I feel about that, but it was it was all right. You want to know what it kind of sucks? I was probably up before you. I know I was up before you. <laughs> probably. I didn't even have work, and I know I was up before you. Why were you up so early? Got to grind. You <laughs> grind got days stop. off, baby. Grind don't stop, baby. So Grind does not stop. That's right, but we're back with episode 43, and I, I don't know why or what happened, but as I was telling Jack before we started recording here, my notes for today's episode are like some of the longest notes that I've ever taken. So I just got a lot of things to talk about, and I'm very excited to to get into it. Podcast is for to talk. That's right. That's right. So we're going to jump in right off the bat with our Tuesday sports dump. Jack, you're taking the lead on this one. I'm just going to follow wherever we go. All right. I want, I kind of want to start with the Bulls because it's the most kind of just like eh topic of them all. Okay. Um, Bulls are five and eight, but guess what? We're competing with teams. We're competing. Okay. So I have not had the chance to watch many of the Bulls games. I just get the score updates on my phone, and I swear every single time that we lose, it's by like one or two points. A hundred percent agree. But it's also funny because like. Have you noticed the scores? Yeah, uh, like hundred and teens and hundred twenties. It's just just fucking level. unreal how many people <laughs> put points up against us. And like, I get it. That's the way that the NBA is like transitioning. Like, I want to say the best defensive team in the NBA is giving up like a hundred and one points a game. But it's just like one of those things. It's like, how the fuck are they scoring so much all the time? Well, that like, that brings me to like, remember when we would watch NBA games as kids, and the scores would be like. 80-something to 70-something. Yeah. Teams are reaching that at halftime now. Like, it's yeah. absurd. Um, so one thing I did want to talk about, uh, and I, I've kind of – I've wanted to say this for a while. <laughs> He's been and, holding it in. Yeah, and I've, I've been holding it in because I didn't want to take a lot of the backlash. But I was listening to uh, Redline Radio this week. Okay. And Chief said it, and so I want to back up Chief on this. I think the Bulls should trade Zach Levine Did- because I think this is this is this is as good as he's gonna get. And he's and, and Chief said it best. He could be he may be able to be your third best player if you have a fucking really good top two, but he's not gonna do anything for the Bulls. And right now is the highest ceiling he's gonna have. And if you're talking about trade capital, it's the most probably you can get back for him. You get like a couple first round draft picks back and a good role player. And then you get those draft picks to be in this next coming draft or the next two drafts. And you build around Kobe white and you build around Patrick Williams. And then you just say, fuck it to everyone else. You tank the rest of this year because you're not going to do anything. The best you're going to do is like the eight seed and that's shit. So you might as well just tank and have a better chance of getting a high draft pick. So now you have that high draft pick and whatever draft picks you got back for Zach Levine, and that's how you build your team. I mean, uh, initially when you said it, I did not like it. Um, After explaining it, it's not a bad strategy, but it it would all just come down to what the Bulls get in return for the trade. Yeah, and again, I don't hate Zach Levine. I just don't think he's ever going to be the answer for the Bulls. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. He's been he's been averaging like 40 points a game. I was going to say he's had what like four games in a row with over 40 or something yeah. like that. He's been he's been getting buckets. But like I guarantee you his like plus minus on the floor is like oh, dead even if not negative. <laughs> yeah. That's You know how something. hard that is, dude, to score 40 points and still have your plus minus be negative? Yeah. That's so hard. Yeah. 
you have to like try to give up points. You're not wrong. It's just like if if he could just play like a lick of defense, just like a a, a grain of salt sized defense. That's it. That's all I'm asking. <laughs> and he just doesn't. And like it sucks because it's it's he's fun to watch play. I will I will wholeheartedly admit that. But if I'm sitting here as a Bulls fan being like, yeah, fucking Zach Levine's the answer. It's not. He's not. He's not the answer. He's not going to ever lead us to, you know, like an Eastern Conference final or an NBA final or anything. The, I think I think with Zach Levine as your best player, the absolute peak is like the five seed. Oh, yeah. I was going to say six, but. It's just like I don't want to sit there in this like mediocre like range. We've been doing it for the past ever since we traded Jimmy Butler where it was. We, we try to do this thing where we try to rebuild but also try to compete. And it's like, listen, you just can't do that. Yeah, can't do both at the same time. And, like, I love AK and I love Billy Donovan. And so I I think that, um, like, they definitely have a better plan than Gar Pax did. Um, so, like, I, I, I'll trust them for the next, like, couple of years. But if it's just same shit, different year, I'm going to be pissed and I – but I think there needs to be a drastic change. Well, that's that's what I was going to ask. Under the new management, do you think that this is a move that the Bulls would actually make? No, not this year. I could see it next year. If 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 you go through this year and like like I said, I think the best we do this year is like the eight seed. Yeah. Like maybe just scrape into the playoffs, and even then, like it sucks because as a fan. I never want to see my team lose, but like I also don't want to see them do like legitimately what the Bears did. And it's like you're just fucking mediocre and you don't have a high pick and you don't have, you know, like draft capital. So you're just stuck being mediocre. Right. Like I don't want to see them just stay being mediocre. So I want them to do something. And if that's tank, then like it, it sucks, but it is what it is. Yeah. So. That was that was my reasoning behind why I wish we would have drafted LaMelo this year. I know it doesn't make the most sense, but if we're going to be bad, at least have someone fun and entertaining to watch. I mean, he wasn't even available, so No, but I'm just saying like that if I had my pick, like that's who I would have wanted because I don't see the Bulls getting much better in the next year or two. I think it'll be two I think plus... two years. Give him two years. Yeah. So in the Kobe, meantime, Kobe White has stepped up and he is, Kobe he is White's a very good. He's awesome. Patty Williams is doing his thing. Great rookie. I love him. Baby <laughs> Kawhi. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm the Patty. I'm in a couple of miles. We're Patty bandwagon. Hold on. Hold leading on. The Patty rewind, rewind. You cut in and out there. I'm just saying, I'm just, I'm leading the Patty Williams bandwagon. Okay. All right. So. Anybody that wants to hop on, get on now while you can. I'm closing in in about a year or so. I was going to say, be careful. Don't overload your plate because you got the Patty Williams bandwagon and the Dane train. You're conducting multiple forms of transportation there. So, well, the sure. Dane train, I'm not. <laughs> I'm still a conductor, but that it's just me on the train. <laughs> I'm riding it by myself. I, I think you got a, a lot more riders. They're just down in Texas now. Yeah, but like they're not allowed on my Dane train. <laughs> Jack's got the private Dane train. My Dane train blows right through their station, dude. Just <laughs> keep going. They can they can make their own one, but it's not going to be as luxurious as mine. Class A Dane train coming through. I, I got my my two my two big bandwagons. It is Patty Williams and it is Yerman Mercedes. And oh, I got, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. riding those okay. two to the moon. All right, that works for me. <laughs> yeah all right but i don't know the bulls bulls are kind of stuck being the bulls i yep. guess wouldn't expect anything else all right uh let's move on to some nfl football so the uh the nfc and the afc championships are set boom it is um the packers and who are they playing uh the bucks bills really Bills, oh, Bills, Chiefs, Packers, Bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never thought I'd say this, but fucking go, Tom Brady and the Bucks. Uh, fuck the Packers. Fuck everything about them. Uh, <laughs> go Bills too. 
fucking Josh Allen. Let's go, baby. I would love to see. I would love to see a Bills Bucks Super Bowl. Yeah, so I'm I'm torn because I obviously want the Bucks to beat the Packers. The other game, Bills Chiefs, I don't like. I could get behind either team, so I don't really care who wins that one. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the this is gonna sound so bad because they've legitimately only won one Super Bowl, but the Chiefs are starting to push into what you described about Clemson football, where like <laughs> last year, tired it was of like, them? yeah, I am. Because, and it's not so much because they've, like, obviously, like, they've only won once, but just, like, everyone on ESPN, like, everyone in media just sucks off Patrick Mahomes so much that I'm, like, I'm just tired of seeing him. And, like, he's only, he's going to be there for the next 10 years. Like, I know he is. Yeah. But, like, I'm already tired of seeing him. So, like, I'll take anybody else. See, he hasn't gotten to that level for me. I still think that they're a extremely fun and entertaining team to watch. Just just how I did early days of Clemson football with Deshaun Watson. I was really I 1,000% so agree that they are a very fun team to watch. I just hate that it is nonstop Patrick Mahomes shoved down your throat every, like, Monday morning when it's like, Oh, did you see what Patrick Mahomes did this past weekend? He threw this ball, and oh, guys, right on target. It's like, dude, okay, you're just recycling what you guys used last weekend with a different <laughs> throw. Hey, you could legitimately overlay the ESPN like commentators on a Patrick Mahomes throw. You could just use the same commentary over and over again. It's like, dude, did you see that? He threw that ball far. Okay, perks Wait. of perks of not having cable. I, I. I don't have it either. I don't have to deal but with it. Guess that. what? I follow him on Twitter and it's all I see. <laughs> yeah. So. There was there was seven tweets from ESPN's accounts talking about when Patrick Mahomes scored the rushing touchdown and he threw the ball into the stands. That ball went out of the stadium. Look where that ball ended up. Oh God, that ball was thrown so far. Uh, no <laughs> one cares, dude. Legitimately zero people care. Yeah. So, no. like, they've they've already reached Clemson football status for me. Uh, one thing I will say about this weekend's past games, um, I like, I've never been a Drew Brees, like, super supporter, but I also just haven't hated him. Like, he's just been, you know, I, I respect his game. He's been kind of neutral for me. And to see him run off the field, I, what we assume is going to be his last time, that was, like, that kind of hurt a little. I feel like he's just been well, in the league you know, you for know, such a long you time. You know what her little was? Did you see? Uh, did you see the video of Tom Brady and him after the game? Yeah, that hurt. Yeah, that was that was legitimately the ending to a movie. Yeah, of like him and Tom talking on the field, their kids are playing in the background. Like that was one thing that that was like, damn, he's been there for so long. Also, I saw a stat last night that blew my mind. Would you Would you like to guess? Um, uh, Drew Brees' winning or his record in uh, in the playoffs. Ooh, uh, it's not good. Five hundred. He's nine and nine. Oh, okay, that's better than I thought. Because they were saying well, how not good. They were saying how he's lost like the last what like four playoff games or something since winning the Super Bowl. He's four and five. Yeah, not good. No, no. But good. I mean, he's a for sure first ballot Hall of Famer, and yeah. Um, other the also news with that is, uh, it looks like he's going to be if it is his last game, going to the NBC Sports broadcast and be on Notre Dame games. Dude, that would be legendary. Now, would you like it since he is a Purdue grad? I would because I respect Drew Brees a lot, and I think that he. I mean, it can't be worse than Doug Flutie. That is true. So as long as he passes that bar, I'm okay with it. Yeah. And I also think that, like, as much as I, uh, like, being an IU grad, I joke around about, you know, like, fuck Purdue, obviously, and everything like that. I feel like Drew Brees is a very, like, um, like, he, he he's not very biased. He's a professional. Yeah. Like, he wouldn't talk about, like, talk bad about Notre Dame and or talk up Purdue or do anything like that. He would just be like – he would call it as he sees it. This is also, this might just be my opinion. I don't know how you feel about it, but like when I think of Drew Brees, almost, well, I mean, yeah, when I think of Drew Brees, I don't think of him in college. 
Like I just Oh yeah, neither do I. I barely ever associate Drew Brees with Purdue. It's Drew Brees is a NFL quarterback. It's it's not to not to that extreme, but it's almost the same thing as like Tom Brady. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I don't associate Tom Brady with Michigan. Right. Right. And there's not too many quarterbacks where like I see them and I don't think about where they went to school. Yeah, I agree. And Drew Brees falls into that category where it's like he's just an NFL quarterback. He went from high school to the pros. Yep. So yep. <laughs> So I I'll take him I'll take him all day at Notre Dame games. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um last thing I want to touch on or kind of last thing, White Sox. We talked about them the other week. Um signing Liam Hendricks, getting the bullpen up there, looking solid. Uh first, I want to talk World Series odds. We are the fifth best World Series odds right now at 10 to 1. Might honestly bet on it. Yeah. Might honestly throw like a hundred bucks on it. See, make a grand. Now's now is the time to do it because especially if you don't put like a super significant amount of money on it. If you throw down a hundred bucks now, come the end of baseball season, I don't, I wouldn't even think about that money. Exactly. And then it's all all of a sudden it's just like, poof, boom, you get a little bit more in your bank. You're like, Hey, how you do it? (laughs) And you get get a white Sox world series. Right. So if you're going to do it, now's the time to do it. Exactly. Um, Also, we talked about it on an earlier podcast, but it was just speculated. It is now official. Uh, your lucky Spettis also signed. Yeah. Love it. Fucking love it. Bring me all the Cubans. Let's go, baby. Yep. Yep. Our future right fielder. Big time. Love that. But kind of touch on it at the beginning uh, with signing Liam Hendricks. I want to know who else do you want to see signed by the White Sox okay. before spring training starts? So I don't know how realistic this is. Go ahead. What? I was going to say, because I have, I have one that is very clear in my mind and then like one that I think is going to happen, but it's not something that like I'm like pushing for. All right. So I have one that I don't know the likelihood or logistics behind it, but if the White Sox signed this player, I would be, I would throw down money on the World Series a thousand percent. Nelson Cruz. Fucking right, baby. Give me goddamn Nelson Cruz as my fucking DH. Let's go if if the white Sox sign nelson cruz i will put money down on them to win the world series eight days out of the week i want nelson cruz for two reasons one he hits the piss out of the baseball he just fucking nukes balls over the fence all day be like hey nelson you don't even have to sniff the field (laughs) just just hit bombs for us that's literally all you have to do it gives Andrew Vaughn a little bit of more time in the minors. Yep. I don't think it's one of those things where Andrew Vaughn signing Nelson Cruz will keep Andrew Vaughn in the minors this whole year. I think Andrew Vaughn has made a uh, But it's one of those things where Nelson Cruz is the perfect DH time to like one, maybe two-year deal. And then, like I said, one, he hits the piss out of the ball. Two, he's not on the Minnesota Twins, so he can't hurt us. I, if, That's if, the second best part of that. If the White Sox sign Nelson Cruz, like, tell me what more a baseball team needs. You you don't have a, like, like normally when you're going down a lineup, you're like, oh, like seven, eight, nine hitters. You're like, eh, I'll take a little bit off this, you know, like fastball. You know, I could miss a couple spots maybe. Dude, uh, no. It would, it would be nope. – it would be one through seven can smack home runs and eight and nine are going to get on base. You're, you're at after seven hole, eight hole headers going to be like, yo, I'm on God. Right. And it's like, uh, what? Well, your, your DH might be the six hole. Yeah. Like you, there's just no room for everybody. I, uh, yeah. God, I would love to have Nelson Cruz on the White Sox. I would, I would, I would be so fucking happy. And I don't know who this guy is on Twitter. Hector Ramirez, I believe is his name, Mm -hmm. but he keeps hinting like Nelson Cruz is going to sign with the White Sox. And if he's right, I go banana lands. The, the, the quote that I saw about him on Twitter within the last 24 hours or so was something along the lines of how he wants to sign a relatively short-term deal with a team that he knows is going to compete. 
the Twins are for sure, well, I mean, the Twins are decent. But if he were to sign with the White Sox, they're 100% competing. So, yeah. Okay, so a little, little background story with Hector. It's Hector Gomez. Sorry. This is the guy. He is a uh, MLB insider, sports journalist. Uh, and so there was like a tweet the other day that said, you know, many teams are interested in Reds pitcher Luis Castillos. Um, and like he quote tweeted it talking about it and someone replied and said, Hector, any White Sox info this year? This was yesterday. Okay. And Hector said in the next few days, there will be very good news for White Sox fans. So <laughs> Hector, you better not be fucking wrong, buddy. <laughs> I was pumped with the Liam Hendricks signing, and I'm even more. I'd be even more pumped if we signed a DH. I'll take I'll take um, Nelson Cruz and or Michael Brantley because Michael Brantley gives us a big lefty bat, yeah. and if we need to, can play right field, left field. You know, sub in for Eloy, give Angle a break or some something like that. But also, like, can still hit the piss out of the ball, right? And we don't have a lot of lefty bats in our lineup. Our lefty bats are like Yoan and Yaz, who are both switch hitters. Switch, yeah. And then like Adam Eaton, and that's basically it. Yep. So I'll take any lefty I can get. Um, but I, I agree that I want Nelson Cruz more than anybody. A hundred percent. I almost, like I said, I almost just want him to. I almost just want him just so he's not on the Twins. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just so he can't hurt us. Right, right. <laughs> I mean, granted. Like, you would, just sign him, and then, like, if he sucks, like, I'll be like, you know what? It was worth it, though. He, he would be a, a great addition to the team, but it's also that you don't have to face him. Yeah. It, it, it's one of those things where, like, if he – like, this year with Edwin, it was like, it sucks. You know, like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. he's just bad. Yeah. If – Nelson Cruz had that same season. I'd legitimately be like, well, at least he's not on the Twins. Yep. I'm with like, you. That's okay. I'm with like, you. Like, we paid this guy $8 million, $8 million to not be on the other team. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. Because that probably equates to, like, three to four wins. Please sign him. That would be awesome. Uh, but you know who I do think the White Sox are going to sign? Who? It's going to come full circle. And Jose Quintana is going to be back on the south side. Oh. With the White Sox pitching as you know, just kind of a a last case scenario. Yeah, if anybody goes down and was not pitching well, I do believe that the White Sox will sign Jose Quintana to a one year, four or five million dollar deal. I mean, I don't hate it. Neither do I. Neither so, do I. I. I mean, I'm okay with that. Or just give me Trevor Bauer. Fuck it. <laughs> People forget he's still too. out there. That too. Still out there. Fuck it. I'll All take right. it. But I'm I'm ready for the White Sox to go on an absolute fucking rampage in 2021. Yeah. I'm ready for them to win the World Series. Ten to one odds. Let me throw a hundred bucks on them and let me make a grand. Put your put your yeah. money down now before Nelson Cruz signs. Because yeah, you're, the odds are only going to go down from here. Right. Or up. I don't know what. You know, you're going to earn the, less. One money. of those means. Yeah. Whatever way that be. goes. The best odds you're going to get is right now. Yep. Did you see that uh, they didn't change with Liam Hendricks signing? Really? We were, we were 10 to 1 before. We were 10 to 1 now. All right. Get your value now, people. Get it up now. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, real quick. Yeah. Quick sports shout out. Um, we haven't talked about this on the show before, but Michael knows I'm a big soccer fan. Shout out to Manchester United. That's my squad. Uh, top of the Premier League right now. Fuck everyone else. Fuck Liverpool. I hate all you guys. And Man City, suck it. Let's go, baby. Let's go, Man United. <laughs> Boom. All right. Anything else? That's it. No. All right. That's where we're wrapping up Sports Dump. We're going to get some Miller Lite refills. We will be back with segment two after the break. You know, it's just going to – we're keeping the positive vibes going on this Tuesday. We hope you enjoy it. We'll catch you after the break. It's almost a premature detonation right there. <laughs> I don't know what's been going on. I press record and then it like pauses for a second and then it starts recording. So I don't know what the deal is there, but the boys are back for segment two. We got some light fights coming at you on this Tuesday. Before. Oh yeah. Breaking yeah. news. Yeah. Oh. What a breaking news. 
Uh, Notre Dame gets a four-star DN for the class of 2022 Tyson Ford out of St. Louis, Missouri. He will be the highest-rated DN since 2013 Isaac Rochelle coming into Notre Dame. I love it, baby. 6'6", big dude. He's fast. It's what you love to see. Big time. Big time. Shows us over uh, Georgia and Oklahoma. Oh, that's pretty good right there. Oh, big win. I didn't hear hear much about this kid, so. Yep. That's a good pick. Big big win for Notre Dame in class 2022. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um, So now with that out of the way, we can move into our light fights for the day. Um, We don't have too many, only a couple this week, but it'll be good. Do you want, you want me to go first here? I'll, I'll rip mine out first right away. All right, all right, let's see what you got. Okay, so I'll take you back to uh, our sports dump right at the beginning. First light fight, I'm going Benny the Bull versus Stanley the Bear. A little battle of the mascots in Chicago. Ooh, that's pretty good. Um, do you have initial thoughts on this? This one I feel like is almost 50-50. Because, like, they, there's part of me that wants to go Benny the Bull because he's a wild card. And I feel like he's got a little bit more athleticism than Stanley. Okay. But? But Stanley the Bear is just, you know, it's just a mean motherfucker right there. All right. So we had the same thoughts. I think Stanley the Bear is more intimidating. Like, he's just mean and, and grumpy. And he's coming in with some some fire to him. But Benny the Bull has significantly more athleticism so that definitely a point for him and going to help him prevail in the long run i don't know which way i'm leaning though i think i gotta lean to stanley yeah. i'm looking at a picture of stanley right now and he he looks like a guy that doesn't take any shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you're not wrong like benny benny as much as I love him, he's like more of an outgoing type of, you know, let's make friends type of guy. Yeah. Stanley is like, let's run through a motherfucker right now. So if I'm going in a fight, I think Stanley's just, you know, taking him to pound town, if you will. <laughs> That's a fair assessment because a pissed off bear, tough to beat. And, and to be honest with you, he rocks the double zeros. And if you rock the double zeros... Um, I'm, I'm all in on you. <laughs> Big double Benny's, zero. Guy. Benny's got a number. Benny's got a one, which, you know, it's great and all, but double zeros is, yeah. I mean, that's something else. Yeah. You're, you're right there. So I don't know. It's I, a double, double zeros, double zeros are, uh, they're earned, not given. Benny, the bulls also used to be an indoors where Stanley's, he's bear weather. Yeah, bear weather right there. He's literally so. got weather named after him. <laughs> I'm taking Stanley for that point only. Yeah. <laughs> hey, well, Benny, when you, get, when you get some weather named after you, come talk, and maybe we'll reconsider this light fight. But until then, Stanley the Bear's got bear weather, so we'll catch you on the flip. Now, the one thing I will give Benny props for, the last Bulls game I was at, unfortunately – this Benny was not there, but you remember the big inflatable Benny that flies oh. over and drops the t-shirts? Yeah. Do I remember that? <laughs> that that's the you, legendary. You want to know what I always thought about that? I feel like that's got to be the most like nerve wracking job to have to drive oh, that thing. That's got to be so scary. Dude, you would have to pay me so much money to have to fly a gigantic inflatable Benny the Bull inside the United Center. And like, you know what's like... I don't even know what would be worse, driving it and like flying it around or parking that thing. Cause it just like, it just has like its own parking spot, like up in the rafters where it just like, it's like a little garage up there next to all like the press boxes <laughs> and everything. You got to park that thing. That'd be scary. Dude, the amount of times I would crash that thing and probably mess up like the PA, the sound system, the jumbotron, anything like that. No shot. I'm driving that thing. Dude, forget about messing up anything. I feel like I'd pop that thing in like two seconds. Uh, I'm in the like corner of like a speaker or something. It's got to be pretty durable. I just don't have confidence in my ability to control it and steer it around the place. It's also controlled by just like little tiny fans, though. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. <laughs> it's that thing, crazy. that thing is just an anomaly right there. I don't <laughs> know what's going on with that. All right, so I got. Let me see. One, two, three. So are we, are we both in agreement, Stanley? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking Stanley the bear. Stanley until Benny gets some. And then we'll reconsider. Yeah, I'm good with that. 
All right, so I got four fights for us to discuss here today, and I did I did some prior research on this one, um, just so that people have a little bit more information, you know, going into it. I got heights on most of all most all of them and weights on a good majority of them. So we'll get into the first fight right here. Okay, so the fir the first one here is. Battle of the Babies. All right. It's Stewie from Family Guy. I'm taking Stewie. Versus Theodore Templeton, a.k.a. the Boss Baby. Stewie. <laughs> and I will let Stewie, you know. Stewie, it's not even close. Stewie's the best baby of all time. <laughs> Both of them are coming in at two feet, seven inches. I don't have weights on either of them, though. Listen, I know, I know the knock on Stewie is going to be he's got a big head, so it's, you know, easy to hit. True. But Stewie, Stewie is the goat baby. He want, <laughs> he's got all the weapons. He'll he'll find a way to sneak some like brass knuckles in or something. He'll find a way to sneak a shank in. He'll shank him. The Stewie's evil to the core. Stewie, that's what you love about him. Stewie has the street fighter to him, but the boss baby has got like CIA training. Yeah, but Stewie, Stewie's the wild card. I know, but I don't know. I I feel like boss baby's got. Some secret Stewie, stuff. Stewie made a like time machine. Yeah, and, like has like a secret like weapon area in their house. I'm I'm just going back to the fact that Boss Baby basically has like CIA FBI skills. No, hand up! I've never seen Boss Baby before. So, oh. <laughs> no, probably a knock on me. But Stewie Griffin, I'm not. I'm picking Stewie Griffin against basically anybody. All right, well, I'm going Boss Baby then, just because of his background. Stewie, Stewie would like uh, what? Okay, so are we just going like just like street fight straight up? Uh, yeah, yeah. And Stewie's definitely bringing some like brass knuckles or something <laughs> and like killing him in like two seconds. I'm still taking Boss Baby. First of all, if your name's Boss Baby, it's kind of lame. Theodore Templeton. Yeah, dude. I don't care if you're CIA trained or not. If your name's Theodore Templeton, you're a loser. <laughs> hey, I'll take saying. Stewie. I'm just saying. All right, that's our split decision right off the bat. Let us know who you got in that one. Next one. Um, we've talked about one of these characters before, but not the other one. So we'll get into this one. This would be the Tasmanian Devil. Okay, and I'll let you know. He is coming in at two feet, six inches tall, and he's weighing 30 pounds. Okay? And he's going to be fighting Jack-Jack from The Incredibles. And Jack-Jack is coming in at two feet, four inches, and 30 pounds. This is the, this is the easiest fight of all time. What? I, I know you're going to pick Jack-Jack, but I think the Tasmanian Devil puts up a fight. No. How does he not? How does he He's the Tasmanian devil. He just like spins around like that real fast. Jack Jack literally has every fucking power in the world. We, Michael, on this same podcast, we said Jack Jack was the only reason the Incredibles had a fucking fighting chance against the Avengers. <laughs> You're telling me the Tasmanian devil's going to put up a fight. Yeah, I, I think he's putting up more of a fight than what you're giving him credit for. Dude, I okay, so like you said, he just spins around, right? I mean, yeah, and he's pissed off. He's like a rodent from... You know that Jack-Jack could just turn into a metal person and, and not get hurt at all. I, I'm not picking the Tasmanian Devil. I'm clearly picking Jack-Jack, but I'm saying that the Tasmanian Devil puts up a, more of a fight than what you're giving him credit for. The Tasmanian Devil doesn't even hurt Jack-Jack. Jack-Jack wins his fight in his sleep. <laughs> get out of town. This is this is the most lopsided fight we've ever done in our in, in the history of light fights. Hey, I'm this is this is as long this fight goes on as long as Jack Jack wants it to go on. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the Tasmanian devil because he won't even he won't even land a scratch on whatever, Jack Jack. Whatever. I was, you know you know when like you know when like uh like in like you probably did this or like you've seen it happen where like a little kid is trying to fight like an adult and the adult is <laughs> like holding the kid by the head. Yeah. That's the equivalent of what Jack Jack would do to the Tasmanian devil. I don't know. Except he would just be asleep. <laughs> He's like, oh, 
guy is trying to hurt me right now. I didn't even realize that because I'm literally asleep. Hey, I was looking for a uh, similar stature in that one. <laughs> yeah, you got that stature, but I mean, like, Jack Jack could kill me in like negative seconds. <laughs> <laughs> we 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 legitimately <laughs> said that Jack Jack could fight like half the Avengers. Yeah. And you're telling me the Tasmanian Devil gets a scratch on him? No yeah. shot. Yeah, maybe one or two. No shot. Maybe one or two. I'm just giving him a little bit of credit. I don't need. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I like the Tasmanian Devil. I think he's a great character. I think he doesn't even doesn't even <laughs> sniff Jack Jack's jockstrap, dude. <laughs> the disrespect for the Tasmanian Devil. Sheesh. All right, let's move on. Whoa, whoa. What? what I want it to be clear. It's no disrespect to the Tasmanian Devil. It's just a lot of respect to Jack Jack. However you want to frame it, whatever helps you sleep at night. <laughs> All right. I got I got two left Melanin. here. I got two left here. Um this one in my opinion, we need some height clarification because I couldn't find the true height of one of them. So this is gonna be Peter Griffin. All right. And Peter, I will let you know, is coming in at a even six feet tall, weighing 270 pounds. Yeesh. Big boy. Uh, and he will be fighting Patrick Starr. Okay. Now, oh, damn. That's tough. I know. And But, but I'm just going to make Patrick Starr Peter Griffin height. Yeah, because I looked up. The the best I could find for Patrick Starr is that he is six inches tall and weighs two ounces. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a starfish. We're going to make him Peter Griffin height because okay, perfect. this is tough because at first I was like, well, Peter Griffin takes can take a punch. Right. Like if, you, if you've watched any episode of Family Guy, that man, that man can take some, take some beatings. Yeah. But then it's like Patrick Starr legitimately just sleeps with a rock on his back all the time. <laughs> So, like, he's just squished constantly. <laughs> he also has uh, the kickboxing training. He's been in the boxing ring before. My name's not Rick. Yeah, exactly. So, this one was, this one was, I think, the closest one that I came up with. I think, I think I'm going to go with Peter Griffin solely based on the fact that, like, like, if you just, besides the fry cook games, uh, <laughs> like, if you just put, Patrick Starr into a fight. I don't think Patrick Starr would know what was happening. Uh, like he wouldn't. He wouldn't understand that he has to like punch the other person. Yeah, I mean you're probably right. Well, you would just have to inform him of the situation and be like, "Hey, you're here to do this." Okay, so I'm gonna put a little bit of a stipulation on this okay. to make it a better fight. Okay, and so the first part you're not gonna understand, but everybody who watches Family Guy will. It's Peter Griffin thinks that Patrick Starr is the the chicken that they have the fight with, the constant fight that goes on throughout the thing. It's Peter Griffin versus chicken. Okay. And Patrick Starr thinks that Peter Griffin just erased his name tag to say Rick and not Patrick. <laughs> so now they're both pissed off at each other, and now they both know it's a fight. Okay. All right. So this that's what changes everything right there because now I might be going with Patrick Starr I... because, like, he doesn't want his name to be Rick. Yep. Yep, I am for sure going Patrick Starr in that matchup. Uh, it, it's it's close though. This one this one is as close to like I know we were talking Stanley the Bear and Benny the Ball at the beginning were close to 50-50. This one is as close to 50-50. As and, and whoever wins this fight is going to be 51-49. Yeah. It's it's a it's a split decision by the judges. This one this one goes the distance. Yeah, and goes goes to the judges. No knockouts here. No, I like no, that. The only, the only thing I would give uh, Peter Griffin a little um, like edge to is I think he's got more stamina. The fight scenes with the chicken in uh, Family Guy last a whole like five minutes. <laughs> I think Patrick Starr lasts about you know like ten seconds. All right, that that's that's fair enough. I I'm still going Patrick Starr on that one, but. It, like we've been saying, the argument could be made either way, and that's a 51-49 split decision right down the middle. Yeah, 100%. I don't really know who I'm going with. I think I'm going to go with Peter Griffin, but All right. let us let us know. I, 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 wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised and or mad if Patrick Starr wins that fight. Right. Let us know who you got now, and that, that might be the closest one of the day. So, 
give us your vote. We'll see who wins in that one. Final one I have here. This one I'm not as confident on because I was trying to, again, find good matchups. Who matches up against who? And when I looked up the height and weight for these people, they were a lot farther apart than what I initially thought. So I'll give it to you broken down as best as I can. We have Shrek. Okay. Shrek is fighting Wreck-It Ralph. Shrek. Okay. Now, do you want to hear the heights and weights of these people? Yeah, sure, but I'm still taking Shrek. Okay, what do you think Shrek? What do you think Shrek's at? Maybe we looked it up. Isn't he like close to like pushing three bills? He's over that. Because we had him versus Sully, and I remember Sully was like five hundred. Yeah, I got I got it right here. Three seventy. Shrek is six nine three seventy. Yup. Okay. I knew that Wreck It Ralph. What do you think Wreck It Ralph said? Four foot two. According to the website that I looked up, Wreck-It Ralph is nine feet tall, weighing 643 pounds. Still got Shrek. No way. Yeah, I still got Shrek. Dude, he lives in a swamp. That's all you need to know about him. There's uh, nine feet, 643. There's also no way he's that tall. That is a monster of There's a... There's no way. Just the like the heights of the other characters in that, that movie means that like all those characters are like six feet tall. Yeah, I mean, I was shocked to find it too, but that's what the internet said. And isn't he in a video game? Yeah. Yeah, so everyone in the video game is like four feet, four inches tall. Hey, but his goal is to wreck things. Yeah, but Shrek is Shrek. <laughs> He's an ogre. I know. I I don't know. I don't know. I think I think Wreck It Ralph's size just automatically has to give him some sort of advantage there. First of all, I don't trust that size. <laughs> nine, I think that's bullshit. Nine Second of all, I think I think he's a pretty boy. I think I think he gets talked up. He's like, oh, his name's Wreck It Ralph. Wreck It. He wants to punch things. <laughs> Fuck Wreck It Ralph, dude. Wreck It Ralph can suck one, dude. Shrek all day. <laughs> Two minutes ago, this was just a normal discussion, and now Jack's done with this video game character. Wrecky Ralph's fucking overrated as shit, dude. <laughs> I, I want to. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start a fucking. I, I have the Dane train. I got the Yerman Mercedes fan club. I got the Patrick Williams bandwagon, and I got the fuck Racket Ralph train going. <laughs> Not the movie, just him, just that guy in general in a fight. Just I don't think specifically he Ralph, just Ralph. I'm going to start the Ralph loses any fight fan club. <laughs> Ralph actually can't wreck it. It's going to be my fan club. Anybody wants to join, hop on, baby. Shrek over Wreck-It Ralph any day of the week. Oh, that's too funny. All right. <laughs> Those are the only fights we have today. That's all we got. And Ralph is clearly out. So Ralph sucks. <laughs> we are also, gonna... his name's Ralph, dude. Fuck Ralph. Hey. You know, that, that could be another Ralph one. Ralph Shrek. You want to go Ralph and Shrek just based on names? Names only I'm taking Shrek, but Shrek Ralph size, I might take Ralph. Boo. <laughs> Boo, Ralph. All right. We're going to take one more break here, grab some Miller Lite refills. We'll be back with some dumb thoughts, random stories, and whatnot to wrap up this episode. We'll catch you after the break. That was clean. That was clean again. <laughs> that took me forever. <laughs> yeah, yikes. That was a bad one, but we're back with segment three here. We're wrapping up today's show with some dumb thoughts, some random stories. I got I got people to add to my shit list today. Wow. Yeah. I haven't added it in a while. I, I, let me tell you, I haven't told you this story yet, and it still is making my blood boil. So I'm excited to get to it. Um, let's go. So this one. I'm going to go with a couple here off the bat here. Uh, I know last week we were talking about the like weird foods that we've eaten and stuff uh-huh. like that. Um, it just made me think of it today. I don't know you know, what exactly brought it up, but a weird combination of flavors and foods that I like. And I know it's probably going to sound especially weird to you because I don't think you like the first part. Um, but having chocolate peanut butter flavored ice cream 
and then following up, following it up with a lemon lime Gatorade. It's a very weird combination. That is, I know it's so weird, but I just love that. It's so good. Um, I have something weird to to tell you. Okay, let's hear it. That might shock you. Uh oh. I think I like peanut butter now. Yeah, let's go, baby. Let's go. I. It's never. It's never like. I I didn't like it when I was a kid, and then like in college, like I would eat it if it was there. Yeah. Like if someone like gave me something with peanut butter in it, I wouldn't be like, uh, like sorry, like I don't I don't want I don't like peanut butter. I'd eat it, but I was like never really like the biggest fan of it. And then since I started like this new job, we have to make these like weight gainer shakes. Mm-hmm. And it's like milk and honey and peanut butter and like protein. And I have been around like I've been scooping peanut butter out so much and so much of it has got like I'm like just so you know like <laughs> when you're getting to the bottom yeah, of the yeah, jar yeah. and it gets on your hands and I was like well I'm not just gonna like I'm not just gonna wipe it off and I've just been eating all of it and I've been like you know what peanut butter's not that bad I think I like Ooh, peanut butter now there you go welcome to the light so, I, think, I think I'm in on the peanut butter train with you good I like to hear that so I got two other things that are food related okay, okay. um so my first one um, I don't know how much of our audience regularly listens to Barstool, um, but you know, especially the the dog walk Chicago version of Barstool, the the cheese it slander that has been going on about the their their go to like road trip snacks or things to pick up from a gas station. What the heck's wrong with cheese its? I agree. I'm I'm a big fan of Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its are so good. They're probably my favorite like snack food. Actually, they are my favorite snack food. I'm coming out and declaring that. I love Cheez-Its. I'm going to disagree with you on that. You know what Cheez-Its are good though? Have you ever had like, I want to say they're like the Parmesan, like the white Cheez-Its? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are big time. Okay. okay. Especially if you can get the ones that are mixed with the normal Cheez-Its. Mm, Cheez-It duos. Yes. 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 Those, those are great. Oh, I mean, but I'm, I'm going to disagree with you on the like favorite snack, the, the OG and the, my favorite snack and probably favorite snack of all time. Goldfish. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're a big goldfish guy. I love me some goldfish. <laughs> dude. Like give me normal and or flavor blasted and I'm down. Yeah. That, that makes I'll sense. smack a whole bag of goldfish in one sitting. Easily. <laughs> You, easily you were also big on the flavor blasted and it Loved took me it. like years to get around on those i was a big fan of the flavor blasted and then licking the fingers afterwards <laughs> that's big time <laughs> give me that extra little cheese dust or whatever that is dude. Yeah. let's go no i'm i'm sticking with my cheese it's i love cheese it's and the cheese it duos with the white parmesan if you haven't had them go try them do you remember uh do you remember the grips do you remember grips as a kid oh yeah the little packets, the little bags. Yeah, it was like it was the Cheez-Its and it was like the cookies. Yep. You rip those things open at lunch, dude. Yep. Those were great. Those were great. Uh, bargaining chips. Yeah. If like you wanted, you wanted to, trade. to trade with someone else, like someone maybe had some like fruit snacks and you had some like some cheese grips and you were like, listen, I know I'm going down in food if I trade these grips, but maybe I want some fruit snacks today. Maybe they want the Cheez-Its. Well, let's do a little fifty-fifty deal here. That the grips always had a, a good trade value. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. So my last uh, bit of food related talk for this segment here. This past weekend, I took your advice and I tried the cheesy gordita crunch from Taco Bell. Okay. And I got bad news to report. Not, not, not the greatest. Oh, you are in the minority, my friend. (laughs) And I don't know. Cheesy gordita crunch is something that to behold. Okay, so don't get me wrong; it was good, but here's my problem with it: it costs more money than a beefy five layer, right? And it's definitely nowhere near as filling. So if I'm going bang for my buck, I'm getting the beefy five every time. I disagree with you. I saw it on the menu, and I was like, you it know, it tastes better than the beefy five layer. No, well, it's. Pretty similar. You got a you got a simplistic palate then if you think the beefy five layer burrito is better than the cheesy gordita crunch. The sauce that was on the cheesy gordita crunch was very yeah. good. But like I said, I was looking at the menu 
I saw that it was more price than the beefy five, but I said, you know what? Jack's been wanting me to try this. I might as well try it out. I paid the extra money for it. Probably would have rather had the beefy five. Nah, disagree. You just got a simplistic palate if you're taking the beefy five. The beefy five is literally just like dog food thrown in like a thing and rolled up with some cheese and that's it. <laughs> cheese gordita crunch got a little bit of something extra to it. I'm just saying, I I, uh, I don't know if it was overhyped or what, but it didn't, you know, get the highest grade in my book. I, I, I passionately disagree with you. <laughs> I figured you would, but I just thought I'd share that one with you. Um. Do you, okay. have any, do you have anything else, or do you want me to just keep going here? Just keep going. All right. Uh, dumb thought listener submission about medicine this week, and I'm sure you got an answer for this one. But uh, medicine, when you take it, how uh, does it know to go to the body part in that is in pain or inflicted with damage? Okay, so a very... I believe I have the answer to this, but I don't know a thousand percent. But in a very simplistic term, um, it works almost as like people see it in like a cartoon, like where uh, like there's like a control center, you okay. know? Yeah. And like you see, you remember the people like work like there's like oh people working in the control center and they're like oh like you know like so and so's happening we got to send more stuff like that way you know yeah like that's kind of how medicine works. When you take that medicine and you have like an inflamed, you know, like say, say like your shoulder's inflamed or whatever, your, your deltoid is, is sore, it's inflamed or whatever. Yep. And you take medicine to relieve the inflammation. You take that and your body knows immediately that you're like so-and-so, your right deltoid is like sore and it like sends that medicine that way. It's like, Hey, that's where you need to go. Yeah, so it's almost as if like those cartoons, like as as dumb and as as unrealistic as it sounds, it's almost very like accurate. Where like your body just knows to send that medicine towards that area. Okay, there we go. There's an explanation for you. So hope that helps. And also, I believe uh, medicines, depending on what they are, have like the ingredients that are made are only used in certain parts of the body. Oh, okay. I believe. So like like Pepto-Bismol? Yeah. It like relieves your digestive system. Mm-hmm. It has ingredients that are only used in the digestive system. Boom. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? You, you're picking up what I'm putting down right I here? I got you there. I got you there. Also, if you're a doctor and listening to this or uh, I have friends in med school, let us know. That'd be cool. I, yeah, your friends in med school are probably like, this kid's a fucking idiot. <laughs> And I probably am, but I think for like on a very basic level, I believe that is correct. You said it with confidence, so. That's enough, dude. I'll put this out there right now. If you say anything with confidence, anybody will believe you. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. You just got, you just got to say it and not flinch. Just be like, yeah, whatever, dude. That I, I know I'm probably wrong, but guess what? I am fucking confident in my answer. Bang. All right. So we checked that one off the list here. Next up, I got three dumb thoughts in a row. Okay. <laughs> so, um, my first one: escalators, not not their workings. <laughs> not their workings, but um, I don't know if this is just me or if other people feel this as well. But um, escalators, when you first step onto them and they're not working, so it's literally just a staircase. It feels weird. I agree. So what what's the deal with that? I think it's one of those things where like you. You think that it should be working, so anytime that it's not, you're your, like, your brain tricks you. Yeah, like your first two steps, two to three steps on a non-working escalator is just like, ooh, something's definitely off here, dude. I'm gonna be honest with you, I'm like still kind of scared to just step onto an escalator at all. <laughs> not not going up so much, but like coming down. Like I definitely do. Like I put the one foot on, it kind of drags a little bit, and then I get my second foot on. <laughs> Give them a little like, head just head. to be sure. <laughs> Like I don't want to, I don't want to like have a misstep or anything out here. So I'm, I'm cautious when I'm stepping onto that thing. That's too funny. But yeah, I was, I don't know what made me think of that. But escalators, when they're not working, although it should be really just a staircase, seems odd in my mind. Well, that's the other funny part where it's like when an escalator is not working and they shut it down, or they like cross it so like no one can go on. It's like, dude, that's literally just stairs. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like you don't need to shut it down because it's <laughs> just stairs. It still works technically. Yep. All right. Um, my next one. This one is just, it's not really a dumb thought. It's just something that my mind doesn't really comprehend. And that is it's like a dumb thought. Um, controlled burns or fires that are larger than a bonfire. Oh, dude, controlled burns. That makes no sense to me. Right. Like, like how does that work? How are they able to just keep the fire in the spot where they need it? Have you ever heard um, KFC's, KFC Radio's idea of how to control the fires? Put a dome? Yep. <laughs> just get like a thousand helicopters to get a giant dome and fly it over it and then just whoop for two seconds and you're good. Yeah. So as I've, as I've mentioned in a previous podcast, uh, we've been really big into Yellowstone recently. If you haven't watched it, check it out. Um, but they've done controlled burns in there or like fires that are larger than a bonfire. And those just like, I cannot wrap my mind around that. It's one of those things where it's like, if you can control the burn, why can't you just control the fire that's already going on? Right. So (laughs) I don't understand that one. That's another one. Just, you know, let me know if you got answers to it. Any firemen out there? Yep. Firemen. We've called on the doctors. We've called on the firemen. So (laughs) we got that going for us. Um, My last one, last dumb thought, I should say. I don't think that we've talked about this on the podcast before, but I'm not 100% sure. Maybe we have. If we have, I apologize. Why is it weird to drink beer through a straw? I would definitely have. But it just is, and that's the answer that everybody needs to know. Boom. All right. Glad we I feel like – wait, time out. I feel like it's not just weird to drink beer. It's weird to drink alcohol through a straw. No. Mixed drinks you can definitely drink through a straw. Nah, but I'm still drinking a mixed drink like just out of the glass. Yeah, but you're not going to be looked at sideways if you're drinking it out of a straw. If you yeah, plop like, a straw into a pint glass of beer, people are like, what the heck's so wrong with that guy? Okay, same thing with wine. Okay, beer and wine. Vodka. No, you're sipping that through a straw. If it's a mixed drink? I'm not talking like a shot of vodka. Oh, well, yeah. You're not going to take a shot through a straw. All right, what about whiskey? Again, if it's by itself, yes, you can you you would drink it you drink it normal, and if it's not by itself, you put a straw in. If you, if it's by itself, you're not using a straw. That's what I just said. If it's by itself, you're not using a straw. If it's mixed with something else, you use a straw. Yeah, but I'm just talking like straight up. You're not using a straw. There's a, there's a lot. I feel like it's most alcoholic drinks that if you do it if you drink it through a straw it's kind of weird all depends i don't know even, even mixed drinks like i do the thing where like it comes with the straw and then you bend the straw <laughs> yeah. over the back of your glass <laughs> and you drink it just straight up yeah i feel no. like that's a normal way of like doing everything so let us know your thoughts on straws there and i also feel like just drinking through a straw at a bar is weird uh, Sierra's in the background booing that. Sierra's a big straw, straw gal. Nah, fuck a straw. <laughs> Sorry, I don't want all my teeth to rot out. <laughs> <laughs> all also, right. this is this is gonna sound uh like very, I guess, uh, misogynistic, maybe. I don't know, sexist. But I feel like like guys can't like drink through a straw at a bar. Yeah. True. <laughs> okay, so then it's not. See so that I'm right. Down. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna leave that imagine, one where. Imagine like, imagine like a girl like looking around the bar and being like, "Oh, what guy should I talk to?" And she just sees like a guy like sipping like a whiskey <laughs> coke out of a straw. She'd be like, "Well, I know who I'm not fucking talking to, and it's that guy right there." And I'd be like, "I don't blame you at all." All right. Well, glad we uh, got some closure on the straw discussion there. Check that off the list. Last one I got for you. I'm adding people to my shit list today, as I mentioned at the top of this segment. I have not told you this um, story yet, but uh, this past weekend, Friday night, um, we had literally one person, a single person over, okay? And we were, we have a smart TV and we were streaming music through the TV at a conversational level. Okay, there were three of us in the apartment. 
playing music where we could still sit on the couch and have a conversation, right? And we got noise complaints. So I'm adding every single one of my neighbors to the shit list because I didn't know that we lived in a senior citizen community where we had to be quiet on a Friday night. Fucking, I'll add, I'll add my neighbors. <laughs> just, the, just the person that lives to the left of me. That's it. I only want them. I fucking agree that it's, there is, dude, I, and this is probably just me again, being non-confrontational. You could be fucking blaring music at one in the morning on a fucking Tuesday night. And I will not complain about it. Okay. And here's the thing too. Our neighbors next door have a dog, and I hope that they can hear me through the walls right now. Our neighbors next door have a dog that I can hear every single time the dog barks, and then they have to scold the dog for barking. Our neighbors upstairs walk like elephants. Like, it's just like every single time. Not once have we ever complained about anything, and the one time we play music on our TV at a conversational level, we get noise complaints about it. And to top it all off, that was on a Friday night. Saturday morning, we get a dusting of snow, and they are out snow blowing the parking lot slash driveway at 6.45 in the morning. Okay, so I have multiple questions about this. Okay. Um, do you – like how do you know – like who said that – who – how do you get the complaint? How do you oh, like, they, figure they, it out? The, the uh, landlord management people called me. Okay. Do you know who sent it? No idea. All right. So I have two solutions to this. You said the people next to you have a dog, correct? Correct. Start complaining every time it barks is one. Or two, next Friday, turn up your fucking music. Well, next and I want you I want you to listen to some like fucking just heavy metal and just know that like because they know if you're listening, to, I want you. To, I'm just talking like some headbanger, heavy metal <laughs> guitar rips, and then they know they're like, all right, this motherfucker, like they they got the complaint and they're pissed. Yeah, dude. I mean, like it, it would be one thing if this was a frequent occurrence, or if like we had 15 people over and we're legitimately blasting music. I could understand either of those. The fact that. It was a single person on a Friday night, and the music was at a conversational level, and you didn't have the balls to just come over and knock on our door and be like, hey, can you turn it down a little? Eat dicks. Okay, so now I just thought of the actual greatest solution, okay. right? Um, so you have to play the the song that we heard at Galley's, the Kid Rock song a little fuck off and die <laughs> and you just have to turn it up right as they hit the chorus so just like blast it right as it just goes fuck off and die and then turn it right back down so that every no matter who complained you're like i know whoever complained heard that but they just heard the part i want okay okay so here's the question so we're not gonna be here on the upcoming friday to do this again should i be doing it throughout the week now or do no, I just save you gotta, you it for gotta the, play next the long Friday? Game. You got to play. You got to play the long game. You got to do it on a Friday. Okay. All right. I can do because that. You got to. You got to. You got to make it known that you don't do anything during the week. It was just on the weekends, and it wasn't that loud. Yeah. Literally. So if you're doing it, if you're doing it during the week, then they're like, oh, like now he's doing it during the week. It was bad enough on the weekends, but if it's just like, oh, every Friday he just blasts one song, dude, that'd be so funny. All right, I'm going to start doing that. I will report back to you with any findings, but that literally, it still makes me so angry. Okay, well, I kind of have a similar story to that that I would like to share. All right, let's hear it. Today. Okay. So I have one table in my entire apartment that I can, <laughs> like, eat food at. Yeah. Right? Um, and that table, that area... I don't know the layout of my neighbor's apartment, mm -hmm. but I have to guess that their bed lines up directly <laughs> with the wall of that table. Okay. So today at 1.30, I was trying to eat lunch. As a normal person would do? Guess what my neighbors were doing? <laughs> Just fucking getting after it. 
and for for they was so loud that I left the one table I have in my apartment and sat on the floor in my bedroom to eat my lunch today. You should have just knocked on the wall. I like I I I tried to eat my lunch. And all I could hear was this chick moaning. And I was like, I can't fucking do this. I, I sat next to my fan, turned my fan on high. So it just had some like background noise. Yeah. And sat legitimately on the floor <laughs> in my apartment and ate my lunch. And then just went back to doing whatever I was doing. I was like, good Lord. I was like, it's 1.30. Come on. That's the, the gloriousness of living the apartment life. Dude. It's the other thing I've realized about these people. They have sex at the weirdest times I've ever seen in my entire life. Like they've not one time had sex past seven o'clock. It's from like it's from like noon until like six p.m. It's like, why are you doing it right now? Just do it later in the night. Like if I'm laying in bed watching TV, I probably won't hear it. Do it then. Don't do it when I'm eating lunch. Yeah, you're not wrong. Banana lands. You're not wrong. So, uh, Absolutely banana lands. I'm going to add my neighbors to the shit list. Yeah, all neighbors added to the shit list. Hope you can hear it through these paper-thin walls. Fuck you, neighbors. <laughs> what if I just yelled that right now? <laughs> all right. That is where we are wrapping up episode 43 on this Tuesday. Hope everyone enjoyed it. Thank you all for making it this far. If you did make it this far. Give us that five-star rating and review. Check out the description. It's got all of our social media links. We would love a like and follow there. Uh, hope you enjoy the upcoming Weird Wednesday coming at you live tomorrow. Have a great rest of your week. In the meantime, keep them cold. Keep them cold, everyone.